You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. Nobody's even hardly talking about December 6th. That's because we decided to combine it in there on the 25th with the celebration of the birth of the Messiah, Jesus. December 6th was the gift-giving day in honor of St. Nicholas. But, you know, we it had something to do with Catholic, Protestant, in the early days of the colonies, and they didn't want to do it because, you know, (laughs) it was something childish like that. I'm sure it was. It it had to be like that. But one thing I do know, you're not going to believe this, but you have actually less holidays than a medieval peasant. (laughs) That's absolutely true. Medieval peasants worked about 150 days a year. And the church believed it was important to keep them happy with frequent and mandatory holidays. <laughs> Love that. It's mandatory holiday. And then Jesus had to come along and say, well, the Sabbath was created for you. <laughs> you know, not you for the Sabbath. There's a lot of mysteries out there. Good morning. Welcome to Cup of Joe Morning Show. Yes. There are three things you didn't know about the three wise men in the Bible. Right. First of all, there probably one three of them. Um, Matthew's gospel simply says, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem. Now, historically, people assumed that there were three of them because they brought three gifts. All right, we don't even know what their names were. You know, they could have been Johnny, Ronnie, Ricky, Ralph, Mike, Bobby. We don't know what their names were. What we do know is that Magi's were king makers of sorts. In fact, in the ancient Middle Eastern world, Magi's were entrusted advisors to kings and their influence could either confirm or overturn a king's claim to the throne. This means there were probably several of them along with a large entourage and a regiment of armed security. This, by the way, is why the Bible says all of Jerusalem was bothered by their arrival and why King Herod was threatened when they said they've come looking for the one who was born king of the Jews. Though these men brought precious and expensive gifts of gold, myrrh, and frankincense, they ended up receiving way more than they ever gave. They received a treasure worth way more than gold, and that treasure was that they got first dibs on the worship of the Messiah. They hold that bragging right to any generation to say they worshiped him first. And from them, we learn that when you and I seek the Lord as they did with all our hearts and seek for it, seek for the Lord as if we were looking for gold and silver, we will always receive far more than we came for. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. He's really quite a chatterbox. The Sound of Life. Well, take heart, Jesus said. Trust in me. I'm going to go prepare a place for you. When the disciples got discouraged and stressed out and afraid for their future, that's what Jesus told them. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. More than enough room in my father's home. If it weren't so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I'll come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. A picture of marriage, and that's what God created, the marriage, man, woman, God up above. And and in those days, you would become betrothed, talking about this this week, and then the, the uh, groom would leave with his father and brothers or whatever, and they'd go back to his place to prepare a place. And when he came back, which nobody really knew when that would be, and he'd be ready because the wedding is on. And God has created the very same thing for us. We're the bride. And Jesus is the groom. And it's going to happen. And he said, if it wasn't true, I wouldn't have told you. Yes, Cup of Joe Morning Show hotline. Nyoka, glad you called me this morning. Got a 
Christmas traditions? Well, I'm looking for this. Well, actually, I guess my tradition for Christmas is just making as many people happy as possible. If I could give as much as I could and just make someone's day, that's my tradition for Christmas. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Uh, word of warning, he's a morning person. Dan's Cup of Joe Morning Show Hotline. Yes, Chuck, I'm glad. I know you got tradition, man. What's what's your uh, Christmas tradition, everybody? You got trees. The to- old F&W Woolworths used to have the little houses and the skaters and the skiers. Yes. And stuff, the metal ones. Yep. Well, I, I, as a kid, I bought a lot of those, and I put some underneath her tree with the train going around and put some underneath my tree with the train going around. Wow. Do you open it up so people can drive through and see? <laughs> Not yet. Ah, you're funny. You're funny. No, it's all inside. I don't do much outside at all. I, I put a candle in each of the windows, you know, with a reef on the window. That's nice. Just around, just around the front door is a, a green with lights. On top of the house, though, we put the uh, Star Bethlehem up there. It lights up every year with the Christmas when we plug it in. Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. He'll put a smile on your face no matter what side of the bed you got up on. So we used to give gifts on today, December 6th, in honor of a man known as Nicholas. Nicholas of Myra, also now known as St. Nicholas. Somebody said, is that Catholic? Well, if he's a saint, he is. It doesn't have to be. I mean, a lot of people celebrate it. I, I think there were some Protestants here in the New World and the colonies that were like, well, we're not going to celebrate that because it's Catholic. And so, but they liked the gift giving idea. So they merged the gift giving idea with the celebration of Jesus' birth. So there really was a, a Saint Nicholas, as he's known as now, uh, known for his generosity and kindness. Now, you should know that he lived in like the 300s. So a lot like St. Patrick, you know, in Ireland. There's, whatever was whatever trace he had was a vapor. I mean, it was a lot of, um, you know, a, a, just a lot of unknowns about him, right? Miracles have been attributed to him and such. But he certainly was a man that was apparently very generous and kind. And he rose to legend status, um, you know, because he helped the poor and the unhappy. And uh, so the devotion to Nicholas extended all around Europe, and so they gave gifts in honor of him. The modern look of St. Nicholas, if you will, I'm sure started after World War II when the economy started, and a lot of the songs that are now traditional Bing Crosby, Andy Williams type, type of songs, you know, started with that and somebody drew a man who was should i say forgive me uh the the fat jolly guy with the red suit and the big white beard and so that that whole image thing has taken off from that but there were you know obviously before that there were just paintings of regular people and i don't know how you would not have a beard in the 300s i dare say i wouldn't want to shave my face with whatever they had but Anyway, giving gifts, of course, and you don't even think about it now, but it is in some churches that, you know, have a, maybe have a mass or something. Catholic, uh, Orthodox, and Episcopal churches, um, you know, have a, and, and honor a man named St. Nicholas done for all those good works. So there you go. Now you know the history. Probably, probably not so much fun, is it? Starting your day with a smile. It's the Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. 
Now, there are a lot of things. That's one of the great things about, you know, the Christmas season, the birth of Jesus season with the Virgin Mary uh, traveling, uh, you know, the census, uh, sleeping in a manger uh, with the animals. And then, of course, the Magi, the star they followed, the Magi followed, a lot of mysteries. And uh, one of the things that I like to think about ever since I've heard the scientist did a lot of research on this topic when he decided to make the three wise men his Christmas decoration. And he had him on a track in the front yard of his house coming around the front going after what? A star? Bible says a star. I've heard pastors say, well, Bible said it was a star. It was a star. But remember 2,000 years ago in this arid climate where the brightest light was a campfire and all the oil lamps, I'm sure, went out soon after it got dark. Boy, that sky must have been absolutely tremendous, like a planetarium. And it would have been studied by everybody. I mean, any any little thing going on, people are going to notice it. So they didn't know the difference between planets. They didn't know that there were planets in our solar system 2,000 years ago. But they had a word for those stars that moved and they were it was called planets i think that's the 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 latin word whatever for it it's planets. so that's what it was so all the other stars stayed together so this scientist went back and he was studying using computer technology what the stars would have done what the planets would have done around the time of jesus you have to study a few years before a few years after you know zero bc ad all that and he came across an incredible event that the planets did. Now, right about that time, they came together. They appeared to come together. Jupiter, Saturn, Venus, Mars. And, and they actually appeared to be going in the same direction. I think they went that way for a while, and then they came back. Then they, they were going east, right? So what, somebody who was studying them, like the Magi, if they were descendants of the Jews held in Babylon, you know, and they would have been looking for a sign of the Messiah. And to them, that was that, was that sign. It was, it was pretty wild. And, I, and I'm thinking, that illustrates God using his creation beyond our wildest dreams. I mean, he, he breathed it into existence. And he made it finer than the, than the most incredible machine ever made by man to be able to do things thousands and thousands of years apart, to look on this wonderful planet we're on, to look up and see something like that. You know, just, I mean, it's it's just, I think it illustrates the way God works. And the other thing he studied was, and this was really freaky out, you know, all the constellations, they were named thousands and thousands of years ago. You know, the, I'm talking about Gemini, Taurus, Cancer. I mean, they've been taken over since then and used to, for other purposes, but they were there, right? Virgo, the virgin, that's Mary, Jesus's mother. That's what that's named after. And he said, when Jesus was being crucified on the cross, you couldn't see it because it was daylight. But that constellation, Virgo, that Vir Mary, the Virgin Mary was rising in the sky in the background after that. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> the Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. He is that morning person. On St. Nicholas Day today, if you forgot to get a present, it's okay. You still got time. <laughs> Run out and grab a present because present giving happens in honor of Nicholas, the, the 
The bishop who lived, I don't know, in the 300, I think he died in 343. So that was way back. He was a contemporary of St. Patrick's. Pretty cool guy. And there's a lot of legend about him, which leads to the character today known as St. Nicholas or by other names that you probably know, you know. And uh, But he was apparently a pretty cool guy, quite uh, treated people very nice. There's lots of legends about him, you know, throwing the coins of prospective um, brides into their stockings as they dried overnight by the fireplace. And in the middle of the night, he would throw them in there, you know, it's kind of cool. So you see where a lot of the, the giving stories come. And for a lot of years, of course, since his passing... The, uh, the people in, in the church even has a, a service, um, St. Nicholas Day service. It was pretty cool. Kind of neat. Bill Keene is the man who is a cartoonist. And for years, he's done Family Circus. I'm honestly not sure if he's still around or not, but I always enjoyed Family Circus. And very simple and yet profound. And those are usually the best things, right? And Bill Keene once said, God put Santa Claus on Earth to remind us that Christmas is supposed to be a happy time. You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.